You're listening to Salary Savvy, episode 19. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women in other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. This week, we're talking about a version of spring cleaning for your career. And it's it's funny that I say spring cleaning because it is summer at the time of this recording here in the Northern Hemisphere, so winter in the Southern, an out-of-season topic, but it's feeling fresh in my mind because we have done so many episodes on long-term vision and planning for your future and really focusing as much of your capacity as possible on the big picture. But the other thing that's important for you to address from time to time are things that really take an outsized impact on your creative capacity and your energy. And usually that's a lot of small things that you are choosing to put aside momentarily so that you can focus on the big things. But every once in a while, you need to go in and clean out all those small tasks that eventually need to be taken care of so that you can, again, free up that capacity for your larger dreams and your goals and your vision. And that's what we're talking about this week. How you can stop letting 10 minute problems slow you down. So the first thing that we should level set on and define is what is a 10 minute problem? It's pretty self-explanatory, but a 10 minute problem is one that takes you 10 minutes or less to solve. So it can be a one-time problem. So that means it's 10 minutes, you've solved it, it's done forever, boom, taken care of. That can be things like maybe your desk is just really messy but you just keep kind of pushing things aside and you decide that you're going to take care of it later. And every time you look for something, you know, you get so frustrated because you can't find the thing that you're looking for or it takes a really long time. That's a 10 minute problem. Another one would be a digital example could be that you have 300 old emails in your inbox getting all old and crusty. You need to either delete them, file them or archive them but you've been putting it off because again, you have more important things that feel like that need to happen instead. But what happens over time is the more that these small things build up, the more capacity and brain space it takes up because really you kind of get this level where you're just low key annoyed all the time because you keep coming up against these little problems that end up being a big distraction. And it's keeping you from doing your best or most, most important work because you keep being annoyed or stressed out and recognizing that something needs to be taken care of. But you keep saying, not right now, not today, maybe next week. Instead of next week, how about today is the day to take care of a 10-minute problem? So let's just talk about a couple of other examples of one-time 10-minute problems. And then we'll jump into the other kind, which is recurring 10 minute problems. So some other just off the cuff examples of 10 minute problems that you might be experiencing. Do you have any unfiled expense reports or a neglected email reply? 
Or maybe, I know I'm guilty of this one, you have a ton of files in your download folder that actually need to be filed away in the relevant permanent folders so that you have an easy place to reference instead of trying to find the document in your download folder that not just me, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all do that. If you don't, please let me know because that is amazing and I need to learn from you. So examples of 10 minute problems that are recurring are ones that happen, you know, they recur. So they happen over and over again and you need to set up a process or some sort of solution to help solve it or commit yourself if there's not really a process that will work. Commit yourself to solving that 10 minute problem as soon as it happens. And some examples of these are maybe there's a really annoying manual process that you have, for example, like in Excel and any sort of program that you can set up a macro or an automated sequence of events to happen. If this is something that happens to you frequently, how can you automate that? Right. That could be a 10 minute problem. Maybe setting up email templates for common replies so you don't have to draft or type those out every time. You could look at creating email filters a lot. So much of this is email inbox management, but I feel like it's a topic that is filled with 10 minute problems. So another one for email is you have a lot of old, unfiled, unarchived email sitting around. The recurring solution to that problem would be to create email filters and logic so that they're either filed in a folder or they are archived or deleted based on the rules that you've configured. And you don't have to make a decision over and over and over again and resolve that 10 minute problem. It's taken care of by the email filters process that you set up. The whole thing with 10 minute problems is they are annoying and they're also distracting and it builds up to a point over time where they just kind of roll around in your brain and they take up way too much headspace. So they are distracting you from the bigger, higher priority things that you could do because they frustrate you every time that you encounter them. Or a few episodes ago, we talked about decision fatigue. So with decision fatigue, you are having to encounter this problem over and over and over again and having to decide each time, nope, not today, not important enough to handle right now. That's a problem for next week. And by deciding to every once in a while do a big 10 minute problem clean out, you are freeing up all that creative energy that's been sapped away by all these little problems so that you can really refocus on the things that are essential that you need to work towards because these small problems are often over time, they have an outsized impact on your attention and on your energy. So with 10 minute problems, how you approach them is going to depend a lot on your personality or your working type. So let's say you're going to dedicate the next month and two days a week, you're going to solve a 10 minute problem. You are dedicating yourself to that. Or maybe your working style is just blocking off a heads down chunk of time, let's say two or three hours, and you are just going to knock out as many 10 minute problems as possible. Or maybe there's another solution that worked for you where you just decide to, you know, get your list of 10 minute problems and work on one a day as soon as you start your work day. Whatever it is, whatever that technique is that you feel like is going to be the most helpful for you in terms of how you address the 10 minute problems, 
the most important thing that you can do is decide to address them. So figure out that plan of attack and then actually start executing on it. Because when you invest the time to clean up these little things, these 10 minute problems, you are making your more important work, your essential work easier because you're not having to make those decisions over and over again. And there are so many 10 minute problems that we have all had in our lives that are like this, where it weighs you down every time you encounter it or you see it. And once it's fixed, you're like, oh my gosh, that was so much faster than I thought it would be. Why did I wait so long to take care of that? So dedicating the time to taking care of 10 minute problems is really just reserving time to in some way, bring yourself joy, like taking care of a problem so that you can get that breath of relief. Like, oh, thank gosh, that is taken care of. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Now I can use all this creative energy to solve bigger problems. The other thing that's really important to mention, you might have more 10 minute problems than you even realize because humans are terrible at estimating the time it takes to do something. And in this case, that is actually good news because there are probably things sitting on your to-do list that you think are going to take 45 minutes or two hours. And it's actually a 10 minute problem. Like if you set a timer and you sat down and you wrote that email that you've been putting off or that reply that you need to craft or that document that you need to write and you set a timer for 10 minutes and you truly went heads down and solely focused on that one thing and decided to work on it until you knocked it out, I bet that once you finished and you looked at the timer, it was actually probably a 10 minute problem. And that is because if we don't want to do something, we tend to overestimate how long it's going to take us because it's a a not preferred task, right? So as humans, We just assume that this is going to feel gross and take a long time for longer than I would like it to. But the great news there is if you can just convince yourself to dedicate the time to taking care of the problem, again, setting that timer can be so helpful. I have literally done this process many times and there have been times where I thought something was going to take, I mean, it's ridiculous, like five hours and I set my timer And I went heads down and I got it, I would say probably 80 to 90% complete. And I remember looking at the timer and it had been like 27 minutes. So not a 10 minute problem, but I thought it was a five hour problem. And it was actually a 30 minute problem. And there are so many things that are probably hiding on your to-do list that are really 10 minute problems. And you could just get that knocked out. You don't have to deal with it anymore. You are freeing up your ability to work towards your future by just spending a few minutes to take care of the things that are frustrating you or annoying you or taking up your time in the present. So with this spring cleaning, with solving these 10 minute problems, the thing that I want to encourage you to do and to remember is that this is a process So try a method that you think is going to work for your working style or your schedule. But if it doesn't work, do not get discouraged. Just remember that you can change change tactics, try something new. You're giving yourself the ability 
to work towards what you want to work towards. And you can give yourself back so much creative capacity and energy. And if your energy is starting to feel a little sapped, that can be a signal to go clear out some 10 minute problems. So let's say you're working on a big project and you're just feeling really tapped, like you don't have the capacity for all of this big thought work anymore. That can be a fantastic time to take a little brain break and knock out some 10 minute problems because you could be freeing up more creative energy with just releasing yourself from the burden of that problem. You've taken care of it. You might even actually find yourself having a second wind of energy after you take care of some 10 minute problems. And so this week, I would love for you to pick a problem that has been bugging you. So think of something that is small, but feels outsized in its annoyance for what it is. So maybe that maybe it's that expense report that you haven't filed yet, or maybe it is that document that you need to write or a process you need to create. Whatever it is, dedicate 10 minutes this week to solving that problem and just Once it's done, I know that you're going to feel such a huge sense of relief. And I am so excited for you to feel that. I've taken care of a couple of 10-minute problems myself this week, which is why one of the reasons why it's fresh in my mind. And yeah, there are so many things that we can give ourselves by pulling away from the long-term focus for a minute to do that spring cleaning. So we're removing the obstacles that are blocking you from your forward path or sapping your creative energy. All right, I hope you're having an amazing week. And I also hope that you find your biggest, gnarliest 10-minute problem and you get it taken care of this week so that you can feel that sense of relief. I also hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you are, it would mean so much to me if you would go wherever you're grabbing your podcast from, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever it is, and rate and review the podcast. Because what that does is it helps other folks find the show so that we can all go on this journey together. All right, thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next Thursday. Bye for now.